you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Burrow is going to step into a deep ball. Fires downfield for Chase. Yeah! He yeah! gets it to 20, baby! the 10, the Woo! 5. Touchdown! Oh, yeah! Bengals! Joe Burrow waited and waited and waited and eventually delivered a strike to Jamar Chase. One of Joe Burrow's 22 touchdown passes on the season while also completing nearly 70% of his passes and a huge piece of a Bengals resurgence this season that finds them firmly in the AFC playoff picture. And Burrow, the subject of a new piece out on NFL.com by our Judy Batista. Judy joins us today on NFL Inside Report. Judy, terrific work out there on NFL.com with this story of Joe Burrow and essentially this comeback story from both Burrow, who had the season-ending knee injury last year, and the Cincinnati Bengals. And it certainly feels like his mindset is a big part of all this. You call it imperturbable. Tell us how that accurately describes what Burrow is for the Bengals. Yeah, he's like a total flat line, and that's a compliment. He's not boring. I don't mean to suggest that, but he is just... You know, he's Joe Cool. I mean, he's very, very steady. Um, He doesn't get high or low, depending on the circumstance. They obviously lost some games, you know, to the Jets, for example, that I think they probably nobody thought they would lose. Um, But then they've had some big wins um, and he doesn't get too high after that. You know, I happened to be at the game in Baltimore um, that was right after a few days after Phil Sims had compared him to Joe Montana. And so that was the first opportunity to ask him about, hey, you've been compared to Joe Montana. And he would just this is this was his tone of voice, like, okay, let's relax, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Sims compared you a little bit to Joe Montana. Ironically, a couple of weeks ago with Joe Mixon talking to Jerry Rice about Jamar. Let's relax. Let's relax. Let's relax, Let's relax with all of that. Let me be me. Let me be me. 
that is one of my favorite quotes and responses to like a question of compliment right like not even like wow that's a big compliment thanks so much but i shouldn't be just like let's just relax relax. (laughs) that was a great impersonation uh, yeah that was a great impersonation of what burrow is and i can double down on that because it's kind of an interesting contrast i feel like with him uh, I had a chance to observe him at the Manning Passing Academy the summer before his superb 2019 mm-hmm. best college football season we've ever seen from a quarterback <laughs> in the team ever, right? Um, and I remember watching him, and he wasn't overly impressive, athletically mm-hmm. speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Throw, you know, you know, then throw the ball 80 yards down the field like some right. of these guys can. Um, but he had this quiet swagger about him yes had had his sunglasses on his ray-bans on during the workout and i was just like oh yeah this dude's pretty it. confident yeah. in who he is though um and i i feel like for one for for a guy to be a, a kind of flatliner as you mentioned in the complimentary sense and then to also have that confidence is kind of an interesting balance that i feel like just really works for for burrow of course himself and then for the Bengals too yeah, I don't think anybody should mistake that sort of flatline. First of all, the flatline in public um, for right. lack of passion or lack of drive. I think quite the opposite. I mean, I think he is um, intensely competitive. Let's go, That's what I'm talking about. Get zero me. The are you talking about? And um, has a bit of an edge to him, even. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, I thought edge everybody. Is a great way to put it. Right. Like I talked to Daniel Jeremiah about him, who obviously watched him a lot um, when he was in school. And, you know, he compared him to Brady in that sense that Brady, you know, has this sunny personality, right? The public face of Tom Brady. But like, you know, not too far under the surface is this edge that drives him. And um, as DJ said, like, you know, Joe Burrow is the kind of guy who's like, he's just not going to put up with losing. which makes him the perfect person in a place like Cincinnati that, you know, unfortunately has a history of sort of being, uh, you know, not being able to get traction. Um, But, but even just talking to Burrow, um, you know, as I did, like you, you get that, like, right. Like he, there is a bit of an edge to him. It's not nasty, but it's, um, it's there. Like, you know, he is extremely confident in himself. I asked him about like, why do you think people always underestimate you? And he's like, I, you know, I don't know, but like, that's fine. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's always been, uh, you know, he's very comfortable being the guy and being yeah. the leader. Like I think some people are born leaders and I think that's him. Like he is just very comfortable leading from the front. He wants the ball in his hands all the time at, at yes. the big moments. Um, he said, you know, there are videos of him when he was like five on his youth basketball team, like leading the comeback, you know, like he, that's just who he is. He's very comfortable um, that's in that role. Yeah. So he feels like Rain-X on a windshield to me. Like everything just yes. kind of slides right off. Uh, right. Like whatever. Like, you don't think I have the arm strength? Fine. Like, fine. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Just fine. let's go watch me play. I love that analogy right. that DJ used. Like if you go to the driving range with him, you'll be like, eh. Whatever. Right. And then he'll just right. go and shoot a 68. You know, he, right. like it, I compare it to like, you know, we were all at the combine when Josh Allen. Now, of course, Josh yeah. Allen has become a great quarterback. Sure. But like when Josh Allen threw the ball 75 yards in the air and like everybody was gasping in, you know, in Lucas Oil Stadium. Right. Like that's not what Joe Burrow is going to do. He's not going to throw it 75 yards in the air and everybody's going to be like, oh, 
but like, you know, when you see him in a game and he has to lead a drive, he, he can do that. And more, more importantly, that what any of us think is what his sure. teammates think, of course. And they are like, you know, we will follow this guy <laughs> through yes. fire. Like, yes. you know, yes. Yeah. So I, I do think, you know, you mentioned the early days and, and the, the competitive spirit alive and well um, at an early age. Um, I, I think back to the contrast of number one picks in successive years with Joe Burrow in 20 and then Trevor Lawrence in 21. Uh, Chase Goodbread had a terrific piece out on... Um, it was one of the back-to-campus features we do, which is some, some of the best stuff we do on NFL.com uh, heading into draft season. And he told the story about Trevor Lawrence as a kid, as a young kid in a, like a youth football league. And um, you know he was playing for a, a coach whose son was also on the team and was the quarterback. And then you know Trevor shows up to practice the first day of practice in his first year playing youth football. And uh, he's a little early. So the coach is out there throwing a football to him. And uh, Trevor unleashes this 35, 35 <laughs> yard seed that almost takes his head off. And he's like, he looks down at his son and he's like, so <laughs> you're going to have to change positions or we're going to have to move because this kid is going to be the quarterback in this town for years. Right. That's not Joe Burrow, no. right? Because no. he only ended up at quarterback by necessity. Right? Is that he what you ended learned? up like? His entire family are defensive players. His brothers, his dad, right. all defensive players. He played quarterback at, because at the time that he started playing youth football, you know, when he was really little, like they didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> okay, so go play quarterback, kid. Yeah. Um, and and then all along the way, like people, you know, sort of underestimated him, right? Yeah. Like, and at college, I mean, he had to transfer, right? He, you know, sure. did not get the opportunity. Tw- tw- First of all, he wanted to go to Nebraska, where. His dad went and his brothers went and Nebraska passed on him twice, twice. coming out of high school. And then when he was transferring, yikes, um, <laughs> yeah. maybe they regret that a little bit right now. Maybe. And, um, you know, and, and then he had to transfer to get his his chance to start. So, I mean, he's he's had to overcome a few things. Um, I'm, you know, I, I he didn't particularly he obviously is the son of a coach, so he. Uh, you know, I think he knows what goes into it uh, to to be a high level football player. But you know, he had to he had to battle his way to get to where yeah. he is. There's no question. Yeah, and I, I, how do you think those experiences, um, you know, with his dad as a coach uh, for for so long, and even with his whole family being defensive minded, maybe how those experiences growing up kind of shaped the player that he eventually became. Yeah, whenever you talk to people about uh, Joe Burrow, it, they talk about his his field vision, his understanding, his understanding of the whole game, right? Not just what the quarterback has to do, but what the offensive linemen are doing, where the receivers are supposed to be, what the defenders are doing. Like he's got the whole field vision, which those are the kinds of things you hear people say about, you know, like Peyton Manning and and Tom Brady, like they see the whole thing and he sees that. And there's just no question, like growing up as the son of a coach, right? I mean, you have a a deeper understanding from a much younger age about yeah. everything that's going on. And, um, you know, some of his teammates said that like, you know, CJ, one of the things he said is that like in meetings, he will tell, you know, the tight ends in that case, or the receivers, like, you know, you can do this, do this and do this. And, and you know, he like knows what they're supposed to be doing and knows things that they can do that, you know, they would not expect the quarterback to necessarily know. He's proving it, you know, why he was the number one, you know, draft choice for us. And, and, you know, that locker room presence he has, he's just, he's, he's the boy, you know, he's Joey franchise for a reason. We call him franchise um, because he's the franchise. He's the, the face of the franchise and he will be for a long time.
And that gives him a huge, you know, it's a huge edge. I mean, he's, he's a young quarterback and coming in and he can command the offense in a way that, you know, others cannot at this point in their careers. That command on display every Saturday night as Judy details in her piece on NFL.com about a Jeopardy game involving quarterbacks, <laughs> some select other players, Zach Taylor. And right now, if the clue, if the category was <laughs> Bengals quarterbacks and the clue that came was uh, the next quarterback to take the Bengals to the playoffs, the answer might in fact be Joe Burrow. And how these Jeopardy games might give us a clue into that postseason potential for the Bengals when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on NFL Inside Report with Judy Batista, who has a terrific piece out on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals right now on NFL.com. And Judy, one of the uh, most intriguing pieces of, of this article that you wrote on Burrow was this weekly Jeopardy game that essentially takes place right the night before games on Saturday night or I, I assume the night before uh, any game. And I, I'm also just kind of curious before we get into it, how did you learn about this? You know, I when I was doing the reporting and I was just starting to talk to people about Burrow, I can't remember who was the first person who mentioned it to me, but somebody told me, yeah, they have the, you know, in the quarterback meeting that, you know, during the game planning the night before the game, they 
they finish up with this Jeopardy thing. And it often, you know, it, uh, most of it's about football, but like the final question is like non-football and is often related right. to if they're in a visiting city, like whatever city they're in. I like this. And so then I just started asking all of them as I was interviewing them about the, the Jeopardy game and the <laughs> reaction was like, oh yeah. Burrow's like the Rain Man with these. Yes, right. They all told it. stories about yeah. like different categories, like CJ's was like, how am I supposed to know how many bridges there are in Pittsburgh? Like, and Zach Taylor, the coach, said, like, you know, one question, I guess, when they were playing the Detroit Lions was like, you know, how many people does Ford Motor Company employ? And it's like, how did he even get to that answer? Like, how do you like, how do you know? Um, But like, this sort of goes to the question of like, he is intensely competitive, and he wants to win at whatever you're playing, right? Whatever game it is, he wants to prevail. And Look, he's he's a very smart guy, but like one thing Zach Taylor said is he's got this sort of problem solving thing, you know, how he solves problems and how he arrives at answers. And clearly that translates to football is, you know, solutions. But um, yeah, the stories of those like just like ridiculously hard questions. I'm like, how does he arrive at this answer? We have no idea, but he always wins. Uh, And according to Google, uh, affectionately known as the city of bridges, Pittsburgh boasts 446. I have gotten lost on many of them. I can tell you in years covering Steelers games, like the bridges and tunnels. Like I have definitely had to call people at the Steelers before the age of where we all had GPS in our phones. Like I've definitely had to call the Steelers. Oh, yeah. How do I, I don't know where I am and how do I get to where I need to go from here? Well, well, it's safe to say the last 10 years that the Bengals offense has gotten lost in the bridges of Pittsburgh. And (laughs) this year they sweep the Bengals or they sweep the Steelers rather for the first time since 2009. Big part of that is Burrow. And as we kind of weave into, you know, that those kind of playful jeopardy games the night before, I mean, like, but that, that is the epitome of who he is as a player too. this elite processor which is what i always came back to when we were talking about him in the run-up to the draft and it's one thing to you know to see that in college it's another thing to understand why and to see it happen on the next level which in in which you told the story about zach taylor being on the bus in the game after or the game the the hours after the game in which burrow tours acl in his rookie year and all burrow wanted to do was talk about what he saw in the game right Right. I mean, that's who he is. Um, he he also I, I look, I think he would say it. He'd probably be the first to say it. But like they have a really diverse offense going right now. I mean, they're yeah. running the ball really well. He's obviously doing really well passing. He's got a great connection with efficiency. You know, they're very efficient. The defense has been terrific. They've rebuilt the defense, you know, in one season. So they're a really well-rounded team. I think what he gives them is you're right. The processing, like he has a great understanding of what they should be doing. He also gives them a, a lot of confidence, you know, yeah. and, and I think that's probably something, uh, you know, I don't want to talk out of school, but I think that's something that maybe the Bengals have lacked in the past, but I think that's fair. He, yeah. He gives them a great deal of confidence that like we belong here, you know, yes, we're a young team and we're probably still under the rebuilding banner, but like we belong here. We can compete with these teams. We can beat these teams right now. Um, and and they believe it, you know, people, not just the players, the coaches believe it, people in the building believe it, people in Cincinnati believe it. And I think that's maybe as much as what he can do on the field during a game. I think that's almost as important is like he has infused them with the belief that they can do this and that they belong there. So CJ Uzama told an interesting story about 
Burrow coming in, you know, his like all knowing, you know, his his, you know, 360 understanding of the Bengals offense and and how opposing defenses are going to strategize against it. And and Uzama told you a story about how he essentially told Uza- Burrow told Uzama to freelance. Basically. And and Uzama was like, "Wait, really? Can we do that? Is that right?" Right. He's got um what we were saying before, like he he is telling them, like, you can do this. I want you to do this, do this, yeah. do this. And um, and the players are like, okay, like, that's the kind of, you know, understanding, the sort of global understanding of the offense that he has. I mean, he is in control of the offense, and they yeah. are following him. Um, and, and again, I think the fact that they have so much balance um, with the running game, Everything doesn't have to be on him. He doesn't have to throw for 400 yards for them to win. But I think the fact that he can conduct this offense and is so comfortable conducting this offense, uh, I mean, what a boon that is for the Bengals. Because this is, as as Burrow said to me multiple times when we talked, this is a young team still that is going to grow together and learn together. And so to be where they are now, he's only a year removed from a, you know, catastrophic knee injury. Sure. Um, he's got a rookie receiver that could be the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, this is still a really young team um, that's still on the rise. So I, I think they're a little ahead of schedule. They're in the playoff mix, firmly in the playoff mix right now. Oh, of course. Um, so certainly the future is really bright for the Bengals. Which is something, though, being in the playoff mix that we didn't necessarily expect right away this season. Right. And then certainly didn't expect it during, you know, started to fall off those expectations again, weeks eight and nine, when they lose two straight going into the bye week. But I remember it was weeks, I think it was week seven after they blew out the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, 41 to 17. They had this fun, like social media video. CJ Uzama's like, welcome national media. Welcome back to the (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals. It's time you understand how to pronounce our names. It's Uzama, right? And I, you know, I, I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then, you know, like they go out and lose to the Jets and, and then to, and get blown out by the Browns and then go into their bye week. And so at that point, it could have been one of those moments where you're like, same old Bengals are kind of back right. here. Maybe yeah. it's just they're not ready yet. Right. But then they fire off two convincing victories coming out of the bye in Vegas against the Raiders and then at home against the Steelers to sweep them for the first time in more than a decade. What does that tell us about this renewed sense of self for both Burrow and the Bengals here? So let me go back. I was at the game against Baltimore when they blew the doors off the Ravens. I was like, whoa. And I thought, wow, okay, they have arrived. And then, like you said, they lose the two games and they're going into the bye. I talked to Burrow as the bye week was beginning, right? So you think he's going to be like, oh, we've lost two, you know. Yeah. And again, total flatline. He's like, well, we just have to, you know, get back to winning and we'll be fine. <laughs> like, just, okay. Like, none of the, you know, history, like the history of the Bengals, this sort of yeah. like heartbreaking history of the Bengals means nothing to him. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, and then they come out and look, I was, I mean, I was writing the story. So I was watching closely what it looked like, what, yeah. what they were going to look like. Um, but I think that's, that's what he brings them is this belief that, like, yeah, okay, so we lost two games. All right, yeah. so we'll just get back on track, like completely unruffled. Um, and, uh, you know, I uh, that I think bodes as well as anything for coming down the stretch here and if they make it to the playoffs, because I think one thing we've seen from the entire AFC is every team has had a clunker 
Yeah. You know, like everything is like nobody is is dominant. Like you, you don't you're not going to see a team run away with anything in the AFC this year. So I, I think um, that bodes well that even if they have a slip up, like, you know, they're sort of steady and he's not going to get ruffled and he's yeah. not going to get too down. And, you know, they're just going to keep going. Yeah, Cincinnati currently sitting as the five seed, the number one wild card slot right now. And then really just a game out, a game behind the Ravens, both in the AFC North for first place and for first place in the the entire AFC. So they're in a good spot now for sure. Um, And, you know, Burrow and and Zach Taylor, big parts of that. What did you learn at all about their relationship and about how they kind of feed off each other and and have found this, this kind of sweet spot for this offense? Yeah, I think they're very simpatico, right? Like, I think, first of all, I think they want to have a, a varied offense. Like, they love having the running game going. Um, they want that. They um, they also, I think, you know, sort of share a problem-solving mindset that, like, <laughs> you, you know, we sort of talked about this in relation to the New England Patriots this week, but, like, you're going to have to win. If you're going to be a good team, you're going to have to win in different ways. Like, teams are going to take things away, and you're going to have to figure out how to get around it. Um, and, and so I think they sort of share that kind of brain that likes that challenge of like, how do you, you know, if teams are going to take away Jamar Chase, what are you going to do? What's your counter move there? Um, and, and look, I think Zach Taylor has the luxury. I mean, he's got total confidence in the quarterback because I asked him about what kind of excitement have they, has he brought and what kind of confidence? And he said, listen, like no team is going to be successful if you don't have confidence in your yeah. quarterback. Um and they have supreme confidence in him. No question. Um, that's the playoffs calling. Uh, the Bengals are here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No, it's like, all good. I'm sure, I'm sure it's like a it's random, good. you know. Yeah. Uh, or it could uh, be the playoffs calling. It could be. It could be. It, so the you know I'm looking I'm looking down the stretch here at the schedule. Um, you know they got a couple of home games. It's a it's a three game homestand. We don't see that yeah. very often in the league. They've capitalized already with the Steelers, Chargers, Niners coming into their building. And then they finish with the Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns. Um, they've only got they've only got two games on the road. Like the back right. end of the schedule is really f- sort of favorable in that respect. Every opponent, though, it looks to right now like no opponent will be playing. Now, there's no cakewalk there. Yeah, right. Like yeah. everybody, all of those opponents are in the playoff mix right now, and will probably still be in the playoff mix at the time that they play them. So no, there's not going to be any walkovers here. Um, <laughs> but. You know, but look, I mean, they they can look at that Baltimore game where they went into Baltimore, uh, you yeah. know, at, at a time when Baltimore was flying high and just blew the doors off. And and I mean, I think they also probably can look at the game against the Jets that we all thought they were going to come in and just yeah. cruise through the Jets and they lose, you know. So, again, this is the sort of season it's been in the AFC. And I think it's what teams can, you know, be steady um, and like maybe recover from the the down parts and get back up quickly. Um, and they've done that so far. So I think they have a lot of confidence yeah. that they can do it if they have to. I think it's those teams who have a steady hand at quarterback that are in the best position to survive the ups and downs of the final seven weeks uh, of this season. And Joe Burrow certainly is that exactly. for the Cincinnati Bengals. Judy Batista with us today on NFL Inside Report. Judy, thanks so much. Terrific reporting out right now on NFL.com on Burrow and the Bengals. Thanks, Red. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Be sure to download, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We certainly appreciate it. We're back with you on Friday for another look ahead to Week 13 in the NFL. For our producers, Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments 
moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.